Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of the Pinto Beans and Cake podcast. I am your host, Mika Mache. This is a monthly podcast showcasing fellow artists, entrepreneurs, and businessmen and women around Houston, the state of Texas, and beyond. Now, today I'm excited because I have joining us entrepreneur, motivational speaker, philanthropist, and actress, Shanika Grant. Welcome to my podcast, Shanika. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. Awesome, awesome. So first, let our listeners know where you are from. I am originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I am Texanized. I have been here (laughs) since I was about five now. So Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, born... In the boot, raised here in Texas. So um, I currently live in Friendswood, mm-hmm. Texas. So right outside of Houston is where I call home. Okay, all right. So Friendswood is where you call home. You came from the boot at an early age, girl. So yeah, you <laughs> Texanized for real, for real, for real. So um, let's just get started. We already got started, but what's your? Tell us what your home life is like. You know, you get off work, you get home. Like, what's your kind of everyday little routine? like oof i my part-time job is the uber for my kids um the one i don't get paid for uh so i am married i have three kids um my husband mark uh we are actually coming up on eight years this year and uh i have a 21 year old son he'll be 22 in september um my daughter just turned 17 and i have an 11 year old so, my home life is pretty adventurous. <laughs> to say the least, I'm sure. Never a dull moment. Right, right. It's pure comedy, um, lots of noise. When we all sit down at the table together, we do try mm-hmm. to do dinner together um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and good. focus. So, we got the rules, no phones at the table. I'm usually one that break the rule. <laughs> um, so, but other than that, Home life is just that. It's always something going on. The kids stay pretty busy. Yeah. So uh, my husband is the calm one. He's the one that kind of like... Uh, Tempers everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that's running like a chicken with a head cut off. Yeah. So yeah. Um, between church and work mm-hmm. and their extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. So home life is, is fun. <laughs> well, that, that non-paid Uber job <laughs> Let me tell you. Is, is very popular. Uh, oh. Kids need a. I need a nanny. Anybody <laughs> want to be a nanny? Um, that y'all just, listening? Yeah, I need a a live-in full-time nanny mm-hmm. that can come and that'll only work for food. Oh, oh, see, okay. Anybody like food? Y'all work for food? Any <laughs> nannies out there? Y'all heard the solicitation? Hit her up. I'll get y'all her info later. <laughs> Um, you mentioned about eating together dinner. At the, that's kind of a lost art these days. Yeah. To be able to put the phone away and, and sit at the table together and eat. So we don't see that a lot. So that's good to hear. Just yeah. to mean, at least the attempt is. is we we try minimal. really yeah. hard, especially yeah. when, like, my husband, when he's, he's shift worker. So when uh-huh. he's on days, mm-hmm. um, it works really well. Yeah. And we do it. And even if we turn, like, on a movie or something, but usually it's like, well, how your day? Which, what was going on? Right. The kids try to out-talk each other. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm. they do, especially the baby. Don't let anybody start a good conversation. She go, Mommy, you remember? What? Like, I know you hear her talking. <laughs> right, but, right, right. So it's usually adventurous, but um, 
when if my son's not at work or something it really is sometimes those occasions because like I said my husband shift work right. he's on nights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it you know me and just me and me and the girls and my husband my son may be at work too mm-hmm. so when we get those times we do try to take advantage of us all that's that's mm-hmm. wonderful yeah. treasure that that's that's beautiful so you are a motivational speaker I want to know Shanika how long have you been a motivational speaker and then let us tell us how long you've been an actress. So it's a two-part question. Okay. So first I can say, because we were trying to figure out those years, mm-hmm. I have been acting since I was 17. That was actually my first professional paid role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a nun in The Sound of Music. You were a nun in The Sound of Music. <laughs> the Galveston Outdoor Theater. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. So, so that right there with you. See, now you're trying to make me tell my age. Oh, well, you know. So <laughs> that's over 27 say. years. Of <laughs> y'all, okay, y'all know I didn't ask her how, how many, you, well, you know, I said how long, right? But I didn't ask her to tell us the age of the beginning. So just put that out there. No. <laughs> so over 27 years uh-huh. of, of acting stage experience is like, and I've done some. Uh, modeling now, mm-hmm, been able mm-hmm. to do print word okay. and things. So, speaking, I actually started speaking um, in the churches a while. So, I think probably around that time, I was trying to figure that out too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I started speaking, I want to say now I'm roughly coming on almost 20 years, oh, wow. but nice. actually professionally speaking at a bunch of events, actually going out and doing things more in the community mm-hmm. has happened more so within the last 10 years. Okay. And mm-hmm. so being able to go these different places has kind of been nice. So, yes, if y'all need an international speaker, anybody want me to go out of the country yes. and out of the state, yes. I'm willing to come. Come on. Come yes. on. Let them know. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's a long time to be doing something that you, you know, you love to do and it's, you have the heart to do that. And that's, I think that's great. That's awesome. So, you know, the speaking and the motivational speaker, the acting and all that stuff, what spurred your interest anyway, initially, like what, what did something happen in particular in your life or what made you interested in being a motivational speaker? And even acting, yeah. Well, I can tell you, I wanted to be a singer. Okay. See, I used to think I can sing. Oh, Lord, here we go. And uh, I sounded real good in the shower. I sounded good with the church choir. Uh uh I did. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and then, (laughs) it is very true, if you don't use it, you lose Mm. it. And so, but then I was in high school, and I'll never forget, I would do, I can mimic every movie like I feel like Color Purple was written for me oh come on you know we all can quote every line from the yeah. Color Purple yeah and so it became one of those things that certain things I loved and this is funny probably shouldn't have been watching it mm-hmm. remember the movie The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas yes. with Dolly Parton yep oh my goodness yep I knew I recorded the movie and the songs uh-huh. when we used to put our radio up against the television yes. to record songs. Ooh, back in the day. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I could know all the songs, but I knew the whole movie. And it was then I was like, and I would watch things. I got lost in movies and shows. It would be different for me just watching the so and so. Oh, it'd be really good. I'd be like, what if I was doing that role? I would have done it like this. Oh, okay. So uh-huh, uh-huh. you always had that mindset. The mindset. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. So when I actually auditioned 
for the actual the first time for that for the Galveston Outdoor Theater, mm-hmm. it was over a hundred students that kids that auditioned, mm-hmm. and it was only four of us chosen. Wow! And um, when I told them I wanted to do audition, I had to sing, um, I had to do a monologue, and I got nervous and I started giggling, and the girls was like, "Oh my gosh!" She started giggling. Oh, she didn't get it. And hmm. I didn't think so either, mm-hmm. but I was so nervous. And I guess they understood that. Mm-hmm. And she got she it. Got she got it. it. How long did it run? Do you remember? Uh, the Sound of Music yeah. was um, during the summer. Okay. So it lasted, I want to say the show ran for about three months during oh, the wow. summer. Yeah. So um, it was my very first experience. And like after that, that was it. Mm-hmm. On the mm-hmm. stage, you're a different person. You can you turn into that character. Sometimes it's a little hard to turn those characters off, <laughs> especially when you get to be the bougie ones. Okay, all and right, no, I don't do that. Yes, um, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, um, but then speaking, having some things that have happened. Always wanting to be the one to encourage my friends. I've always mm-hmm. been the one that we can talk for hours. Mm-hmm. You know give him advice I just felt like what made me actually want to start speaking was because of those things I did at church mm-hmm, okay. and um being part of the women's group or the little the junior women or the youth group even back then I would always want to tell my side right, right. so my kids probably like that to this very day because they always got to explain when they get in trouble mm-hmm, they're gonna be speakers mm-hmm. too or, or debaters <laughs> one of the two one of the two or yeah. a lawyer somebody <laughs> but um it did and I did I wanted to be a lawyer that was funny so I wanted to be a singer but yeah. I wanted to be a lawyer uh-huh, because uh-huh. of Matlock um <laughs> I really wanted to be a lawyer because of Matlock I remember Matlock <laughs> oh my gosh so that piqued my interest yeah. with actually speaking and knowing the effect our words can have on other people, whether they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I chose the forefront. Mm-hmm. I'd rather speak into someone. I'd rather be able to encourage you through my words and hopefully sh- let my actions back up what I'm saying. Right. So right. that got me more involved in wanting to speak and be able to just empower women because women are awesome I mean we rock Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times we don't see our own worth Mm -hmm. or we're our lives are dictated by the men we're with or by those kids we're with and so that was part of my thing being able to speak and tell women that hey girl you could do whatever you put your mind to right right so that kind of got me to want to speak more I love that I love that hearing you talk now reminded me of something that you did for me about a year and a half ago. Uh-oh. You don't even know. But I was being real petty. You probably remember now that I've said <laughs> I had a real pettiness in my head. And I was going to post something that I shouldn't have. I didn't do it okay. because of you, what you said. But I was about to be real petty on Facebook, y'all. And y'all didn't know me. I, I don't I don't be petty like that. what I but say? <laughs> you, you got in them comments and said... You know, hold your crown, sit it up straight, don't go there, don't take it there, don't go low, you know, stay high, stay above it. And your words was like, that stopped me from making that, the next post that I was going to make. I was preparing for the petty post in the post that you commented on. 
It's probably been about two, a year and a half to two years ago. And it's probably around the same time that we all wanted to be petty, huh? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. So, yeah. So, yeah. That was uh, very... Uh, motivational for me to get <laughs> let me let me chill and get back in my character and as, as the lady as the woman as the queen and you it's know. easy for us to get sidetracked or to it forget is. it is you know our worth and, and yeah. who we are because women we know how to push each other's buttons we know how to take you there. Yes, ma'am. It could be the most quiet, docile man. He could mm-hmm. be that one. We can push his buttons. We know what to say. We know what to do. And on the flip side, we do that with each other. Yeah, we do. And rather than uplift or motivate or encourage the next, we being petty. Mm-hmm. We, mm, mm-hmm. She thinks she all letting the yeah. back. She's supposed to think that. Right. So why wouldn't you? You know, girl, you got it going on. Me, I can give a woman a compliment in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm, I can tell mm-hmm. girl you look good. I can tell girl you fine. Mm-hmm. And they be trying to, you look, I can give you a compliment. I can tell you great job. I can say tell you congratulations. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. And mean it yeah. from the bottom of my heart. Everybody doesn't mean that. Now I'm about to get emotional. Everybody doesn't mean that. Right, and right. you have people that will constantly come at you Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you're giving your all and you're thinking they're on your team and you're thinking they're rowing with you but all they're doing is putting them hoes in that boat because they want to see you sink and and it hurts because as especially as black women we have enough going against us as it is got to band together and and it is hurtful when you see it and i made a post was it yesterday, day before yesterday, mm-hmm. maybe yesterday, about um, the the support, about you'll support somebody else's event mm-hmm. or something else that you don't even know mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. another state mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. cost you $150 for the ticket, not to mention you got to pay the airfare to get there, this and this and that, but you won't even support someone local in your community that's doing things, but what you will support is when... We're doing it for free, mm. or we're giving Ooh. you something for free. But if if it's a price tag on it, I've had people that are closest to me tell me, "Oh, I'm waiting on you. To, I'm waiting for you to put it on sale. I know you're gonna you're gonna put up a discount code. Are you kidding me? Are you are you absolutely kidding me? This time I did an early bird. I had somebody else tell me, yeah. "Stop yeah. discounting your worth." Yes, ma'am. And I was like. But, you know, I understand, and I was making excuses, and I would do things, and they were like, no, stop it. Stop. Let them you know, rise to you, to your yeah. worth. Don't, and yeah. so now it's like understanding. It wasn't a petty post, but it mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. was one that was like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And it was so I many young entrepreneurs and different people doing things, and they were like, this is so true. I said, we can talk about it. Just go ahead and be honest. I can sit there and support you and say, I'll be at your event. I'm going to do what I need to be. I can't make everything just like you can't right, make exactly, everything. Exactly. But I'm going to support you, you support, still. Right. You feel it in somebody's time, spirit. Yeah. You can feel it in somebody's spirit. Yeah. I'm going to share it. Yeah. If I can't go, uh-huh, guess what? Right. I'm going to share mm-hmm. it. I'm going to tell people to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. You won't even share it. Mm-hmm. And, that's and this free. is some of the people that's in our own community mm-hmm. that look at you Sweetie, you can't judge me by who you knew 20 years ago. No, I am no. not that woman. Matter of fact, you can't even judge me by who you knew last year. Yeah. When, when yeah. I'm ever evolving. So, the only thing I'm so grateful for is knowing that God is placing me 
somewhere and he's doing the work in me. Mm -hmm. So we don't ever, 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 ever have to worry about what the next person thinks. Because I know that I'm doing something that has nothing to do with you. That's good. And it's a a hard lesson that's learned, Mm -hmm. though. It's really hard because I know for me, I'm very trusting of people and I have a naivety that I give people the benefit of the doubt. That's it. All the time. You want to, though. You I, want I look to. for the good in people, and when they just slap you in the face with the with the worst of them, it hurts. That it hurts when it's in your own camp. That yeah. shit. That hurts. Yeah. So so it's a hard lesson that can be learned. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, when you learn it, honey, you a whole nother. <laughs> Looking here. Yeah, the butterfly coming out of that cocoon. But and then you understand it's like okay. What I had to learn, mm-hmm. one of my friends told me, if five of us had an event going on in one day, do you know that you would run to each event and figure out how you can go to one person's event, you turn around and say, I got to leave early because I got yeah. another event, but you would still find a way. If you couldn't go to one, yeah. you're going to be there the day before helping set up. You gonna do, she said, do you understand? And I had to see that not only was I running myself ragged yeah. or whatever, the also the stress and the pressure I was putting on mm-hmm. my husband and my family because that means I wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like these are people, these are my friends. I'm supporting them. So, of course, they're going to support me when I have my events, right? No. Right. right. So, then it was like, then it took Sharon. Mm-hmm. I love my Sharon. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. One day, we were in there and she told me, you're going to have to stop. Mm-hmm. you have to do it. The only time you need to do things is if you really want to do it and it's mm-hmm. on your heart to do it. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. said, you can't do something and then think with any expectations that they're going to do the same thing. Right. She said, everybody is not you. Exactly. And it, it hurt because I was sitting there because I had to realize that I have friends that are close that I was calling sisters that were like beside me. Yeah. The only time you supported my events was if you were on the program. Mm-hmm. You've never mm-hmm. attended something never purchased and a ticket never purchased a yeah. ticket yeah. for an event unless you were on the program. Yeah. yeah. Never. And it wasn't until and it took other friends and sisters that were close to us. Mm-hmm. They saw it. Mm-hmm. But it was still me giving that person the benefit of the doubt. That's that's my friend, that's my sister. We close, yeah. you know. Yeah, they but it's starting to understand. I do know that as we progress, mm-hmm. as we evolve, and we go to the next level, everybody can't go with us. That's right. That's right. There's a reason for it all. And I read something yesterday or the day before. It said something about stop looking for the you in other people. Mm-hmm. And that hit. That was that 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 hits it on the on the nose. Yes, right there. that was it. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, we talked about you being an actress and 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 speaking and everything. Um, the acting part is what I'm, I'm going to focus on right now a little bit because I, I think it's awesome as long as you've been doing plays and you've been in a lot of productions and stuff and you've met people, you know, so anybody famous that you've met and that you've worked with that people would know and maybe some people don't know this about you? I think everybody I work with is famous. I'm just assistant. <laughs> Clue well, me. Okay. All we right. all famous. Okay, Y'all famous. just don't know everybody's names yet. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, Okay. <laughs> um, some of the ones that people may recognize is Charnel Brown from A Different World, Kimberly Reese. Kim, um, Kimberly. Yes. Got to co star with her. Yes. <laughs> um, so you co starred her in, with, her. with her in. Yes, what, in what? Love and Fire. Okay. It was, uh, she directed it. 
and uh, it was produced by Mr. James Harrison. He's one of my biggest supporters. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. He, um, <laughs> when I met her, it's Charlie. Her nickname Charlie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was Juanita, and I was her Juanita baby. Oh, oh, because okay. of my role. Okay, that role. I was the first lady of one church. Mm-hmm. She was the first lady of the other church, and we were frenemies. Oh, okay. yes, yeah. we were nice and bougie and yeah. cordial. And yes, dear. <laughs> Behind closed doors, though. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> That's one of the plays I'm like, they could actually do over. That uh-huh, play, uh-huh. it was uh, Kedrick Brown is here from Houston, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he's doing some things right now. He was in it. Um, he uh, just cracked cracked us up. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Punky Booster, uh-huh. Cherry, she was in it. Wow. Yeah. So, I got to oh, work with cool. them. Yeah. And... Um, Shelton Jolivet, he's mm-hmm. from here mm-hmm. locally, Houston, mm-hmm. and he's doing big things too. He actually played my husband. Okay. And okay. uh yeah, because okay. we were kind of bad. Like, yeah. She was coming to find out she was having an affair, and um, let me figure it out what she, I think she was having an affair with my husband, but I was having an affair with the deacon. Oh, oh, that was they a came out at the, at the end. That was the juicy. Du- yeah. And you turn around, and yeah. I'm saying something, and we turn around, and the deacon on his knees with a ring to propose. Oh, honey, child. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like y'all had a lot of fun with that. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, Andre Petrie, he has, mm-hmm. uh, he's a singer. He's okay. from, I think, Beaumont, mm-hmm. Port Arthur, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And he was in it, and he was my son. Okay. And going to marry her daughter. <laughs> and then it came out that her daughter was gay. Oh, Lord. So, of course. Yeah. I didn't want my son with no right, likes right, of her. Right, right. And my little bougie self. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. The play touched a lot of issues. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it really, and um, it really ended up being where, hey, this is real. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. So being in that play, I've toured mm-hmm. with um Essex Branch with Essex Branch and Co. Mm-hmm. Um he's still doing things here local in Houston mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um I've been able to let's see from the sound of music to I'm trying to think the very last one that I just did, mm-hmm. which was awesome, was called um The Unspoken Revealed. Was that earlier this year? March. March, okay. okay. That was with uh, Kathy McGibbon. Okay. And she, it was dealing with sex trafficking. Oh, wow. And it was based off of her real life story. Oh, wow. So I had the distinct honor to play her mom. And um, it, it took me there. Yeah. It was okay. a lot of things in there dealing with sex trafficking things and... Um, the things you saw, mm-hmm. the things we heard, the thing. This is what she went through. She went so through everybody's her, like, "This is story. not just a yeah. play. Right, right, right. This is real life." Right. She was sex trafficked and taken, and she had to, you know, escape and get away from this man oh and the gosh. girls that went through that. Everything from the beatings and everything, and how he manipulated her away from her family mm-hmm. and her friends. It 
that took me to a different place when we finished one scene mm-hmm. I literally had to go in I had to come back down Impressive. because it was very emotional I'm screaming I'm crying I want my baby mm-hmm. I'm like the at that moment in time I'm like I felt her mom mm-hmm. and so that probably was one of the hardest yeah. roles to play um, but I'm trying to think of what other play that I could tell you about that has been going on here in Houston. Look, in the Houston area, because oh my goodness, it's so it's been so many. Like you've been a busy woman Uh, around here. The late Matt Stanford. Oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. those were in Galveston. Okay. Okay. Um, and what held where in Galveston? Oh, what, what the old uh, cultural central cultural center is where he did his. Okay, and okay. he did one at UTMB. Oh, really? In their theater, and that was um, oh my goodness, that one was so awesome. He's no longer with us, mm-hmm. Bobby. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Poet. Yeah. I was said, did you say Smith? That's not his last mm-hmm. name. Bobby, she said the wrong last name. <laughs> That's what I I got in my Wilson. phone. But I, Wilson, yes. Because yes. <laughs> he be yeah, he have like ten different yeah. <laughs> Facebook names and stuff. But um, he actually is uh, was had found some of the old things uh-huh. that we did with Matt to like to kind of do again because Fat Alley was my first bad girl role. Okay. I was oh yes. Okay. I Uh was man, I was pimping men. Oh. Man, I was getting them drunk, sleeping with them. Yeah. And robbing them. Oh. Oh, I was a bad chick. Okay, Cardi B. Uh, Yes. I was bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to die. They killed me. Yeah, they They killed killed me. They killed Um, me. Yeah. So so you guys are trying to bring some of that back? Some some of the some of the things that he's done, some of the works. And I would really like to see some of them. Yeah, like, that, that'd be, that'd be uh, awesome. How long has he been been passed away? Oh, my goodness. I It's probably been, 10 years been 10 now. Years it's been a while. Yeah. And then um, we did one called Crabs in a Bucket. Mm-hmm. And, of mm-hmm. course, that speaks for, for itself. Yeah. Crabs in a Bucket, our mentality. And um, But we're going to be in an upcoming short film, mm-hmm. getting ready to be... Um, Filmed. Not sure when she's actually going to film it. Okay. We re- actually just received the script on yesterday. Oh. Um, but it'll be myself. Bobby will portray my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, the Five Components of Love is going to be the name of it. Mm-hmm. It'll actually have uh, Yolan and um, Ashley are going to be in it too. Oh. Okay. And Aww. so, oh yeah, you got yeah, we're, we're excited. That. That's the movie that's uh, short that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's mm-hmm. quite a few things that's going on right now. So I wait. I to, love it. You know, yeah, y'all about some other that. stuff. I have Keep to your wait. ears to the streets, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> some good stuff coming up. So Shanika, you are CEO, founder, and director of Unveiled Aspirations a women's empowerment organization. So tell us about Unveiled Aspirations. How long have have you, how long ago did you found it? And what is your vision for Unveiled Aspirations? 
Oh, my heart. It's Unveiled my heart. Aspiration yes. was founded March 2014. It started, um, actually was having lunch, went did brunch, and I had told a friend at the time that I wanted to do something um, like a women's conference. So it started off, I was thinking of names, and Stephanie Isaac is actually the one that came up with the name. Oh, we were throwing yeah. stuff, and we put these words, and uh-huh. I, I told them what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and what I wanted the vision to be about, and came up with Unveiled Aspirations. Mm-hmm. And I had my first conference that June. Oh, so March, and then June was the was oh, my very just first conference. Popped off, okay. It was awesome. I yeah. prayed, asked God to give me 50 paying women in the seats. We yeah. had 80-some people show up to the very first. It was standing room only. I was like, ooh, we in this little room. Come I on. can't fit nobody Come else on. in here. Where that, was it held? What was it was, venue, was uh, it? at the uh, Hotel Texas Avenue. Oh, I, is it Comfort Suites? Right there by the skating ring off of, in Webster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know okay. And so, yeah. uh-huh. we were in that conference uh-huh. room there, and um, but it was, I had men actually showed up. My husband was there DJing, and another guy was on, and he sung a song he wrote yeah. for, just for uh, the ladies, mm-hmm. and then the poem, the poets, and speak. it was just, it was amazing. So, how we came about, I said I wanted to do something for the women, mm-hmm. and she said, do it. So why are you talking about it? We got to writing on the paper. And Unveiled Aspirations came about because I wanted to be able to motivate and encourage women and girls as well as the strengthening families. Yeah. So the component yeah. came about, hey, we're going to do this empowerment. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted women and girls to understand that it's never too late. Mm-hmm. We can always reach our goals we can always unveil what's inside of us a lot of times for women once we get our family once we got start having kids we put ourselves on the back burner and we have all these aspirations to do this and to do that and Mm -hmm. i want to do this and do that and we don't do we don't don't do it right we just well i didn't got married i was gonna be a a a special um decided i was gonna be a cook or a chef and I cook all these great dinners at home but mm-hmm. I never follow through. Why not? And then you think you're too old to do that. It's never too late. Yeah. And so many barriers we have in our own mind. And the mind is very powerful. Positive mm-hmm. or negative is very powerful. And so a lot of times we get in our own way. Yes. And so one of the main things I wanted this once women got past the fear mm-hmm. and the doubt and remove that veil Mm -hmm. then they can begin to unveil those aspirations that they have deep down inside of them take away the fear Mm -hmm. take away the doubt take away some shame Mm -hmm. all of the things that you think is going to hold you back and just do it just go for it there's no limit on the things that we can do once we put our mind to it and sometimes it's hard we're scared Uh, I'm too old to go back to school Lord who said that no you're not Right. It's a lot. Right. I'm too old to make a change in careers. No, mm-hmm. you're not. And what's thing is, we we settle. We mm-hmm. settle. Mm-hmm. And unveiled aspiration want women to to be encouraged, empowered, and understand it's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late for you to follow your dreams. And 
one of the biggest things is sometimes we just need that support system. I don't need you to, to fix my problems. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to solve it. But what I do need is to have that sister right there that's going to constantly uplift me, mm-hmm. that's going to encourage me, mm-hmm. that's going to inspire me and tell me you can do it. Yeah. And that's that's what Unveiled Aspiration is all about. It's trying to keep women encouraged and empowered. We have a the Facebook group, Unveiled Ladies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what it's about. Anybody can get in there and post inspirational things. Well, we have funny things in there, but it's something to get our minds right. right. To let, man, you're a queen. Woman, do you realize you are a queen? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's things like that to just make them understand, girl, you can do whatever you want to do. Whatever. I tell my daughters, and I tell them, this Unveiled Aspirations really was like me looking at my daughters and saying, there are no limits on what you can do. Yeah, I promise you, anything you put your mind to, you can achieve. If you work hard, you do what you got to do, God's got you. If it's if he put that in your spirit, then you're gonna be you're gonna succeed at whatever you do, and that's what I'm like when I do things for unveiled aspirations. I always think about my daughters. My daughters go to a lot of the community service events that I do. They're there with me, see, and they get to see you in action. And, and it's, it's not just a talk. Them. Right. I want them to know you, anybody can talk a good game. Yeah, yeah. But I need you to get down and dirty. There are going to be things that there's plenty of events and plenty of activities and things to cultivate who unveiled aspirations, what mm-hmm. it's all about, mm-hmm. that people may not know about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to know. Um, you don't need to see this woman and how down and out she was and the things we may have helped her with or yeah. done at the, now it's different when you go to try to get sponsors and say hey it's certain things these are things that we're doing but I can also tell you I'd rather have them give their own testimony yes. when they're ready Yes, and they can tell you this is what they did this is what happened and things like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it is one of those things that unveiled aspiration really is that's like my hard work Yeah, that's something like this is my baby you know and I tell people all the time and it's funny hey you can say what you want about Nika <laughs> she can handle you yes man don't put your mouth on veiled aspirations right. that right there, there that's because baby. I yeah. put everything into that that's my kids my family Unveiled aspirations. That's the best of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to give my best at all times. I love it. I so. love it. So you have an event coming up this weekend for Unveiled Aspirations. Yes, yes, yes. It is the sixth annual Women's Empowerment Conference. Sixth annual. Y'all hear that? Six, Six. years strong. Come on now. Yes. So tell yes. us more about it. Tell everybody how they can get tickets and where it's gonna be held. And woo! It is going to be uh, this Saturday, June twenty second. From 10 to 2, it's at Mainland Preparatory Academy in Lamarck, Texas. Mm-hmm. And you can get tickets on Eventbrite, because I'm, I'm good to say Evite. Yes. That's a different one. On Eventbrite. <laughs> Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yes, uh-huh. But you can go to Facebook, social media, mm-hmm. on and go to Unveiled Aspirations page. The link is there. You can go to the Chanika Grant speaker page, mm-hmm. actress page. It's there. My personal page. You will find the links to be able to buy tickets. Um, if you just want to do a donation, I'm also sponsoring women that cannot afford to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So you can cash app it. Dollar sign Chanika Grant or PayPal unveiled aspirations okay. just to send a donation because I have people I want to send a donation but I don't want to pay that <laughs> fee 
transaction yeah. fee. Right, right, right. No right. problem at uh-huh, all. Uh-huh. Um, if you have a business and you want to advertise, there's mm-hmm. still swag bag opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really kind of too late to put anything inside of the uh, program book, except for Miss Nika, of course. <laughs> um, but if you have things for the swag bags, yeah. um, you can do that. But mm-hmm. tickets mm-hmm. are on Eventbrite, and Eventbrite. you can put in Unveiled Aspirations, and it'll pop up. And you spell her name C-H-E-N-I-C-A Grant. So if you're looking for her on Facebook and her page, her speaker page and all that. So hope you guys can make it out. I'm definitely there, honey. I got my ticket. I made sure to get my ticket, Booski, because I went a couple of years ago. I was actually um, a singer in one of the shows, one of the conferences. I think that may have been the fourth annual. And um, but that oh that keynote speaker was so powerful. Yes, from oh, Atlanta. Oh my gosh, Miss Nikki Payne. Yes, Nikki Payne. She was she was phenomenal. And so I see who's on the the list this year, and I'm like, oh yeah. Last year I was I had surgery, so I wasn't really doing too much around this time. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm gonna be in the house Saturday. I can't yes, wait. I'm looking I'm, forward I'm to excited. being to being filled and, and inspired and everything. So it's a really great thing. Um congratulations on on the 6th annual. Yes, and uh-huh. um just to let y'all know, we have Sharon McDougal. Yes. She's one of yes. our speakers. She is one of the unsung heroes, part of the space program. Mm-hmm. Um first African American female uh, crew chief. She was the CWE manager. She ended up, that's how we met. She ended up being one of the managers that I supported for crew escape equipment with United Space Alliance. Mm-hmm. That is now my sister yeah. from another She's a mister. wonderful woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we have the amazing Yvette McGill. Mm-hmm. Um, she is going to be, she wrote the book, The Exchange. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, I started reading it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, you got to stop. I had to stop. And I'm like, I'm almost through it. I, got to, I want to give her my, um, go and give her my review. Mm-hmm. But her story is amazing. Mm-hmm. Now she's gotten four books. I think she's on her oh, fourth wow. release or maybe fifth mm-hmm. release now that we were talking about. And so she's doing some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Both of them are going to be speakers. And then myself. And then I have the amazing... Lakia Mitchell, All Miss right. Kanai. Poetry. Yes. <laughs> she is going to be there. Awesome. She is going to set the stage on fire. And then Miss Angela Wells, Songbird okay. too. She okay. is right. going to sing. Yes. She has her CD that will be dropping this fall. Oh, nice. I'm so I'm excited nice. uh, for her. So I'm excited. We got vendors that's going to be there. Everybody gets a little grab bag mm-hmm. and we do serve lunch mm-hmm. so it's going to be exciting we got door prizes out the wazoo you guys don't want to miss it seriously. you don't you really don't want to yeah. miss it can they buy tickets at the door is it one of those events where you can show up on saturday or will that yes will they, they to... can okay. purchase tickets at the door uh-huh. um same price it'll still be 50 at the door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um You'll just let them know when you get there because you'll either if you're not on the list if you don't have the ticket mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't purchase it at the door and um, so we look forward to it. We just I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, what other organizations are you a part of? You had did you had done something with Black Dolls at one time, I believe. Yes. Yeah. The Black Doll Affair was um, founded out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Doll. Dana 
Hill is the founder, and I was an ambassador with them. Okay. That meant that it the movement is a self-esteem movement for young black girls and even young black women mm-hmm. um, to tell them and to show them we're beautiful no matter the shade, no matter the texture of our hair. It was really a self-esteem movement. Okay. And um, the biggest thing was I got to do this big self-esteem party in Galveston County. Um, so I did it. I've done it for the past ooh, three years. Okay. And this past December, um, I wasn't unable to do it. Right. My dad got really sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so I stepped down as an ambassador for Galveston County, the okay. South Houston area. So, but one of the things that being part of founding Unveiled Aspiration is we do have our girls. So we have had our um, girls conference. Mm-hmm. And by having that, so we'll still do things for the girls, for the girls that to, young around that age yeah. dealing. Because this first, that first girls conference, I said, I'm going to do it for 25 girls. Mm-hmm. I had an event, I'm a fundraise. It was that poetry and comedy night. Mm-hmm. I had the truth and little Daryl and mm-hmm, other, mm-hmm. and we did yes, I remember that. raise yes. money. Mm-hmm. I said I can sponsor twenty five. Then I said, okay, I can sponsor some out of pocket. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Next thing I knew, I had seventy five girls wow. and twenty four adults, oh. including not including me. Yeah, that were there wow. at that event, and it was phenomenal. I can't even like. They were like, "When are you gonna do another one?" Wow. So, what are the ages of the girls? The 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 core ages that you guys try to focus on for for that? We actually said I was thinking around the ages of seven, eight, up to like seventeen. Okay. I had some there that year that were five. Really. And what we did, we broke them up into groups. Mm-hmm. So from five to eleven. I think they went in one room and we focused on the good touch, bad touch. Good. Okay. And and when to say, when to tell, mm-hmm. what touch wasn't appropriate mm-hmm. from adults, mm-hmm. where not to touch them and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was 12 up to 18, we dealt with uh, teen sex. Okay. And we told the parents what we're going to talk about. First, we're going to talk about abstinence. Then we talked about protection, and then it was reality. Mm-hmm. So, first okay. we're going to tell you, you need to abstain because you don't really know what you're doing right. in the first place. Y'all have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to tell them about abstaining and keeping their temple, keeping mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, mm-hmm. then you need to know to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't trust a little boy telling you this. Don't listen to the Protect yourself. If you're going to decide to make that adult decision yeah. to be sexually active, protect yourself. Right. And then if you don't abstain and if you don't use protection, the reality was I had my best friend's daughter. She's a teen mother. Mm-hmm. She had her daughter at 16, 15 year old pregnant and she came in. So it was like abstinence, protection. Then this is the reality. Yeah. And then we had bullying Deetra Carpet, love him. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love him. Mm-hmm. That's um, my brother. He came and did a whole thing on bullying mm-hmm. because he experienced that. He has a You Matter coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
he came and did a whole thing dealing with that. And then uh, another young lady came out with a group, uh, Tawana Carver, and yes. they did the suicide and when the girl committed suicide due to the bullying mm-hmm. and they did a skit. It was an amazing conference. That sounds awesome. And I told them, oh my goodness, we got to bring out all the stops to oh, talk. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I can't, I've got to mention, y'all, Miss um, Shanika Grant has won. <laughs> she won an award just this past weekend, actually, for we were at a female black excellence uh, event and she won an award for a community activist. How did that make you feel? I mean, first of all, congratulations. That's an honor. That's got to be an honor. Before I ask you that, though, in May, you won another award presented by Tiffany D. McGee, who actually owns Showtime Bar and Lounge. And it was the 2019 Influential Black Woman in Business Award. So, what an honor. Huge congratulations, Ms. Shanika Grant. Your work is being recognized and the more you do, people are seeing your spirit and they're feeling you and you're being rec- you're like, that's got to be a great feeling. It is. It actually is very humbling. It is one of those where you're like, okay, you know, I'm a speaker. I'm a talker. Yeah. You know, I could talk to you all day. Yes, I can. But <laughs> when I got up there, I was speechless. Mm-hmm. All of these, with the one with Miss Tiffany McGee. Mm-hmm. All of these amazing women. You got international speakers. Mm-hmm. You got all of this going. All these women, politicians. All of this in that room. I was feeling just a tad bit intimidated. <laughs> but it was like amazing. All of these women. People that I follow on Facebook. Right, right. And they're all in this room. And they're going through the wards. And I was like, oh, they didn't, they didn't say my business. Mm-hmm. They didn't say my. And when they said, now we're going to announce our winners. And my mouth just dropped. So when I went up there, we had no idea. I thought it was a luncheon where everybody was being recognized, did not... Period. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they called out people's businesses, but then they announced, and I was just speechless. And I think there, and then this past Sunday, community activists, Mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. oh... Like um, these amazing mm-hmm. women it that's was, doing it was black girl magic in that. It room, was honey. like so when you sit there yeah. and you think about this is just like second nature. My mom, everybody used to be at our house. Mm-hmm. Every child can come get a meal. Mm-hmm. I went off to college, Southwest Texas. My mom would send back care packages for everybody that came home with me. Aww. And so just being that nurturer or wanting to do and to give back. That's just like second nature. So when you do things and you don't really think about it and you don't other, you never know who's watching you. Exactly. You don't know who's watching you. And I'm like, there are so many more people that I would feel that are more deserving, but it did. It made me feel good that Mm -hmm. somebody else said, no queen, it's your time Mm -hmm. to be recognized. And I was like, that make you feel really good. Like you, and it is days when you feel like, what I'm doing is not making a difference mm-hmm. or I'm tired. I'm doing all this. I pay a lot out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I moving from UTMB, moving from the medical field, moving to nonprofit. Mm-hmm. That was a $20,000 pay cut. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot, but it's mm-hmm. hard work. So the things you do that you love. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like, you know, I'm doing this. I'm in, I don't feel like I'm making a difference and it'll take somebody to come back and say, 
the words you say, like you just said, you stopped me from making a petty post. Yep. Or somebody will come back and it took a resonance at Star of Hope. She broke me down. Mm. I had to leave out of the graduation ceremony and go to the restroom mm-hmm. because I was completely broken down. And so having people recognize me for these awards, I'm try- you said I'm trying not to cry. Though, to re- it does, <laughs> it makes beautiful. me feel, it does make me feel really, really good. Yeah, and it it's one of those where you're like, okay, God, so I know my work is not in vain. And even if nobody said anything, I'd still do the same thing. That's it. That's the key. And that's, I'm so glad you said that because you're not doing it for the recognition or the fame. It's the heart. So even if no one was seen, your character is, you know, what you do when no one's watching. Right. And so that's, yeah. I love it. Amazing. That is so amazing. So what's next for you? Like what's coming up? You got anything coming up besides the conference Saturday? Anything yeah. this this year that people you want to kind of let people know, give them yeah, heads no. up. <laughs> well, actually, next weekend on the 29th, mm-hmm. I will be the keynote theme speaker at West Point Women's Conference. Okay. Um, it's in celebration of their annual Women's Day at West Point um, Baptist Church in Galveston okay. Okay. with the. <laughs> illustrious pastor Carrie W. Tillman. Mm-hmm. I used to be a member there, so mm-hmm. uh, shout out to my West Point family. Mm-hmm. So um, is actually, which is funny because now I'm under Pastor Drew, Church of the Bay. That's his son-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I didn't know that connection. Yes. Okay, okay. We, yeah, hey, I, I went, Pastor from Pastor, went from Pastor yeah. Tillman to Pastor Drew. Yes, yeah. he's Pastor Tillman's son-in-law. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But the, it is their theme this year. It's Reflections. The woman God sees. Okay. That's what I'll be speaking so on. So, speaking on. Are you the keynote speaker? I'm the keynote speaker. Okay. There will be uh, three other speakers. Mm-hmm. My niece, which I'm super proud. Maya Smith will be speaking. Sister Essie Sandals will be speaking. Mm-hmm. And Sister Alfreda Reese will be speaking. And after those three ladies, then I will close them out. So, it's this Saturday. Um, I mean, sorry, next, next Saturday. Saturday. Next June, Saturday. June 29th. 29th. From 10 to 12. From 10 to 12, y'all. West Point Women's Conference at West Point Baptist Church in Galveston. Yes. Okay, so that's what's up next for Shanika Grant. Yes. All right, so we're going to have just a little bit of fun. We got about 10 minutes left. So I've got a few thoughtful questions for you. And I just want to ask you this to kind of just as a reflection. So who has been a big influence in your life and who do you hope to influence? There are probably the biggest influence is my mother. My mother is a lady that will, she loves hard. Mm -hmm. I get that from her. She will give you the shirt off her back. She will cook dinners to feed somebody and, and go take them. She just... She really is amazing. She has a heart of gold. And I keep yeah. telling her, one day, Mama, one yeah. day, I'm going to be able to take care of her yes. because of the way she has taken care of so many others. And um, it's her love and her drive for people. Yeah. And the things that, and the way she's loved on us. Mm-hmm. And she, she's constantly saying, that's my baby. You can do it. You can do it. She is going to, and I know it hasn't been easy because she was a single 
parents, right, right, you know, right. and raising kids, three kids, wasn't easy. And she's the kind that didn't ask for child support. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for nothing. Mm-hmm. And she did it. Strong woman. Strong woman. Yeah. And then there is my Aunt Dale. So I had two very strong role models. She is um, one of the first black female engineers to graduate out of LSU College. She received the Chancellor's Award. She is a capital investment planner at Exxon. I mean, doing it, and she gives back. She uh, is over their intern program there at LSU that works with Exxon. And so... These two women helped mold me and give me the drive and determination. And I would hope that I would be an influence not only on my daughters and those generations that's coming after me, mm-hmm. but also on the women that are walking with me or beside me. If you see me falter, then I I would hope that you help keep me yeah. and get me back on track. Right, right, if I see you falter... Right. I'm going to help get you back on track. If you see my crown tilt a little Mm -hmm, bit, mm -hmm. don't go tell somebody else my my crown is Mm -hmm, sideways. mm -hmm. Come and help me adjust it. There you go. So I would hope to be able to influence on other women's that it's okay for us to support one another. It's okay for us to encourage one another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is okay. God, I promise you, there is enough for all of us. Yes, there There's is. enough success Absolutely. for all Absolutely. of us. There is enough business for all of us. So I would hope that we would actually be able to, I would be able to influence others and let them know that, hey, it is okay for us to be supportive of one another. That's my biggest thing. So what are you most grateful for at this present time right now? Honestly, I think... I know I'm supposed to say I'm most grateful for God being in my life and my family. Honestly, I'm most grateful right now for the trials. Okay. I'm most grateful for my test mm-hmm. because they showed me how strong I am. Um, they've showed me what type of woman I can be. Mm-hmm. They have molded me for what it is that I know that God is planning for me. Yes, yes, ma'am. So absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's this beautiful, honey. You're doing your thing and it's showing. So just don't stop. Keep it going. Keep it going. So a couple of fun questions before we finish the podcast. What was your favorite dish you remember from childhood? And I got to ask these food questions because this is pinto beans and cake. Ooh. So just give me the quick answers because we got about five minutes left. So, what was your favorite dish from your childhood? One. You got to pick one. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Pickle pig lips. I am country. Y'all. So, don't you dare. <laughs> Child, did y'all hear that? Pickle pig lips. Yes. I'll write that down. Okay. All right. What was your favorite dessert? Ooh. 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 Favorite dessert. As a child? It could be now, just in general. Right now, yeah. Oh Lord, be just a your good old key lime pie. Key lime pie, huh? Or oh, a sweet potato. I gotta just pick one. You That's gotta hard. pick one. You know what? Fat girl, happy. A bowl of butter pecan ice cream. But there you go. <laughs> be real. We being real in here. Butter pecan ice cream. Okay. And if you had to choose one food to eat for the rest of your life, 
only one food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Seafood. Okay. That covers everything. That covers that's, that's everything. everything. <laughs> Look, I ain't going to complain. I ain't going to try to get it down. That's cool. That's good. Okay, so I always like to end my podcast. Thank you, Shanika. That was great. That is awesome. I always like to end my podcast with a positive quote and a scripture. So today, the positive quote I have for you, most people fail in life, not because they aim too high and miss, but because they aim too low and hit. And that is from Les Brown. And my scripture for the day, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. That's from 2 Colossians 4.16. I'd like to thank Shanika again for joining me today on my 10th episode of Pinto Beans and Cake. You guys check out her conference this Saturday. We gave you the information earlier in the uh, podcast. I hope you guys can make it. It will be truly an inspirational experience, I know. And I'm going to be in the house because I don't want to miss it. And then those of you who can make it to Galveston to see her as a keynote speaker at West Point Baptist Church on June 29th, which is the following Saturday, going to make it out there and support our sister she's doing big things in the community and it needs to be it's appreciated and she needs to feel that so um, please make it if you can so this concludes our episode a meal without the calories i hope you continue to enjoy the journey we'll take pinto beans and cake